Hey everybody, it's Rebecca with Dollars and Cents with Clinch Powell. I'm here today with Miss Lindy Turner. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, it's great to be here. Stace is virtual as usual. How are you doing, Stace? I'm doing good. And it should be noted that Lindy Turner is also our executive director at Clinch yes. Powell. Yes, yes, she is. And that's really why we wanted to kick off 2024 and have Lindy on the show and really talk about you know, some of the some of the amazing successes of 2023. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, we have a wonderful, you know, impact report. It's a one, two pager, easy to read. I think Lindy might have it. Very, uh, it's a nice graphic, but it has all of the accomplishments that we uh, saw and that we produced in 2023. So with that, Lindy, what would you think are some of the highlights, the major successes of 2023 here at Punch Pal? Well, 2023 was um, um, a great year. Uh, mm -hmm. I would also um, just, you know, say hooray, everyone survived. You know, I think it's it's kind of that last big year of COVID, yeah. although COVID seems to be picking up. COVID aside, though, um, uh, one of the huge things that COVID did was change the way all organizations had to operate. So I would also say 2023 kind of um, was the year where we kind of got our act together and this is the new normal. Um, um, we like so many other organizations will never be the same in terms of the way we operate. But when I think of uh, 2023 um, and the accomplishments, it's always exciting to see the numbers at the end of the year because you, I mean, you, as you're living it through the year, I mean, there are lots of successes, um, thankfully, but when you see just how many, it's pretty, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a really good feeling. So since we do all our efforts are about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, are about uh, building strong communities, caring for people and protecting natural resources, <clears throat> I feel like I want to highlight two or three of those. Um, and I guess I would say, uh, ultimately, uh, in housing, it, particularly, we, um, you know, we we brought in access seventeen million dollars in mortgage financing for sixty five families. So mm -hmm. they became uh, homeowners with very favorable loans and terms, and that's key there. Um, also, um, we we. Either we we worked on 27 homes. We either built them, oh. rehabbed them, um, or repaired them. So, um, and that is an area of growth for us in terms of home repair. And then um, we worked with more than 322 families. Well, not through we with 322 families in terms of counseling, and um, and that is a variety variety of things. But one thing I think is really exciting is mm -hmm. that. Of the families who worked with us in in a in our coaching program, one hundred percent of them had an increase in their credit score. Um, wow! So that really makes a difference in moving families, you know, into what they want for the success of their family. Mm -hmm. And then we uh, miles and miles of trail improvement, um, three and a half miles of 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 river banks, river uh, streams that have been protected or um, which protects 39 threatened endangered species. So we also made some grants to other organizations 
um, as well as providing um, capacity in the form of staffing services to 35 groups across the state. So it was really wow. good year. Mm -hmm. That's so, amazing. I, and I just want to want to take a second to go back to that 300 and how many families through the counseling program, Ms. Lindy? 322. So you think 356 days a year. That's just about one. If you just think that's just about one family a year, but it's not that way because these families are on a journey. So you think about our staff that's working with that family and looking at their goals, whether maybe they've had some financial struggles or they're trying to build their income, but this is putting 352 families on the path to a better future for generations. Because when one family knows, and when one person in the family knows something, they're gonna share that knowledge. Mm -hmm. like, I grew up in a family that my family, my parents did not teach me financial fitness. They did not teach me about credit. Right. So I was at a loss when, you know, I was coming of age. So to look at this and to be able to think the impact of the counseling services, that's going to go on for generations. That's amazing. That's just amazing to me. Well, and actually to, to underscore what you're saying, um, you know, since we've been around for a minute, we've, we've been here for 35 years and I've been here for all of them. Um, uh, one of the most gratifying things in, in many of our programs is that we we um, we see families whose children have now grown up and then they come for services um, because they've seen the change in, you know, in the life of their parents. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we are doing multi-generational things and that um, um, that is a real key way that you build strong communities because you do it one family at a time That's right. and stable right. families create stable communities. That's wonderful. And I love the, the piece you said, a hundred percent of those families improve their credit score. Mm -hmm. Like that, mm -hmm. that alone is just, it's incredible because when we, and we all know that when we improve our credit score, we improve and increase our opportunities for success mm -hmm. of whatever it might be. So mm -hmm. that's, that's tremendous. So leads to increased network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and increased, uh, increased income. So, right. um, doesn't mean it's easy, <laughs> but you know, like we like to say, you know, when you, we clinch pad, clinch pad, we meet you where you are, yeah. we take you where you want to go. Yeah. So, um, uh, you have to do the work, but, but we're here to, you know, walk alongside you all the way. That's great. At no cost. The best That's part. Key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. How many times it's so sad when people come in or hate me, you know, and, and they have been um, paying some company to improve their credit score. Um, and um, and and sometimes it's significant per month. Oh, yeah. um, and and we do it for free. Mm. And I see that a lot as a loan packager that a client will say, oh, well, I've hired X, Y, Z to fix my credit. And, you know, the first the first response is, well, um, no agency is going to fix your credit. You can work to improve your credit. But the second thing is, you know, do you understand that a lot of times these companies that claim to fix credit, all they do is spin it mm -hmm. because what happens is they can put a situation out where they are asking for the paper trail. And that's how these companies kind of spin their credit scores. And I say spin because that's all that happens. Because at the end of the line, the documents there that you signed to get the loan. 
and that will come back to you. So then you start the process over again. So they never stop paying these companies because these things keep spinning and keep coming back. And, and you think about all the money that you spent on that, you could have worked with an agency like Clinch Powell for free to pay down and actually improve your credit. Exactly. It's amazing. So what do you think, Lindy, like you said, you've been here the full 35 years. So what do you think is the is the secret sauce or the or the thing that makes Clinch Pal so successful? The numbers, you know, numbers talk, right? And the numbers are clear that Clinch Pal is making a tremendous impact in the communities we serve. So what is it? What is it that makes this organization so amazing? Passion. Mm. One word. Um, that one was easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that one's easy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's a passion for the mission. And interestingly, our mission hasn't changed in all the years we've been here. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, that uh, the passion for, for the needs, uh, for the mission, the, the staff is passionate mm -hmm. um, and really key. The board is passionate. Um, so anytime you work in, um, probably any sort of industry, but you know, my industry is a not-for-profit industry yeah. and, um, it, it takes, uh, it takes a team. Um, you can't just have, you can't just have strong staff or a strong leader. You also have to have a strong board. Everything starts from, uh, from there. So, yeah. uh, so I'd say passion and, and lots of times virtually 100% of the time i think one reason uh, that we um that we we have people who are so passionate is that um our staff members um have walked the walk um many of them um have not many of them, all of us have lived through things um that you know were difficult you know whether we lived in we may have grown up with families who had housing issues and um, struggled to pay bills and <clears throat> had creditors calling all the time um, or, you know, through no fault of our own during, you know, an economic crisis and ended up going through foreclosure because they had no, no knowledge and didn't know how to find anyone to help or, whether we grew up on farms and um, developed, you know, a love and appreciation for conservation and in the wildlife around us. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that, you know, I say passion, it's also dedication and loyalty. Most of our staff members have their long-term, we're not a revolving door kind of um, organization. So, um, yeah, so that, that's it passion. <laughs> so if there's someone out there that, you know, all the oftentimes people have come to me over the years, how do I start a nonprofit? What, do, what is it? What do I need? And a lot of times people do, and then they go flat because they're missing those ingredients. And that's why I asked you that, because, you know, if there's anyone out there listening that is interested in getting in the nonprofit sector, it is not a walk in the park. And it's not easy work, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Clinch Powell's been around, as Lindy said, since 1989. So this is the 35th year, and that's a lot to celebrate. So, so moving into, you know, now we're in 2024. What is the vision, Lindy? What do you see for Clinch Powell? Where do you want Clinch Powell to be by the end of this calendar year? Okay. 
I'll, I'll come back to that, but I, I need to address something. Sure. Passion's number one, but number one A <laughs> is it's a business. Yes. Um, it's a business and you have to take care of business. <laughs> it's uh, uh, so, you know, having your financial house in order mm -hmm. um, is, is, uh, is number two. Um, now, yes. What number one equal to number one A is the board of directors and 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 having um having that sort of leadership. So, uh, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, it's a business. It's not just about passion. You got to be equally passionate about the finances and the fundraising as you are about helping people, building communities, and protecting natural resources. You can't. No money. No mission. <laughs> That's the way that works. It's true. Um, okay. So what do I see for 2024? Can I, I can I add something to what Lindy to Lindy what you were saying? I would say that there's a that there's a two. <laughs> I I mean after your one A, um, I think that the board creates the culture. The board and the leadership creates the culture, and mm -hmm. the culture feeds the passion and the business. And the culture at ClinchPal is very unique. It is very unique from any organization I've ever worked for. Absolutely. It is um, a work hard, play hard. I mean, we definitely work hard, but we also come together and we celebrate each other's successes. And I think that's really important. Having that corporate culture in a nonprofit is sort of an unusual mix. Mm -hmm. And for me, I find that as an employee to be... A, a very driving factor to make me want to be better every day because I don't want to let my teammates down. Mm -hmm. So I would add that on there. Beautiful ad. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. For, yeah. 2024 is um, uh, particularly exciting and um, key year. Uh, you know, there will be many transitions, but one of those big transitions is that we are upping our um, um, we're upping our game. We're we're getting some new programs, um, not new in that we're doing so many different things, but in different in different ways. So uh, we expanded our territory a couple of years ago officially, although we've been operating across the state for quite a while, um, and. But we're we have received uh, some grants that are going to allow us to actually have particular money to spend in terms of home repair mm -hmm. um, in in a broader in a broader area. Um, additionally, um, uh, and this is not that I didn't think it was great in 2023, mm -hmm. but I think 2024 will be the first year where there's really going to be some. A step up in historic property preservation right. that Rebecca is actually uh, leading. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, in that building strong communities realm, we actually um, were asked to take over the trusteeship of a historic uh, church and, and cemetery, which borders our office property, uh, which we did a few years ago. And so with that the funding, funding to do, it, it's not an operating church, um, but to preserve and repair and bring that building back to where it'll be able to be used for community, uh, for community building and functions, and then shepherding 
yet another historic church that also borders our property um, and helping that that local group um, that it's an African-American church and uh, to 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 grow and thrive mm -hmm. and help them because Rebecca, we've had some success in getting some funding to get that off the ground as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that those are two things that are particularly new for this year or really taken off this year. Yeah. And um, um, in home and in, in home repair, being able to work with families um, to a greater extent, having home repair funding to help them will be um, will be key. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so those are. Those are a couple of, of of new areas, but we we also um, expect to have our largest year in terms of building affordable housing to build more housing stock. There's, uh, you know, I, I don't care where you go, I don't care what group you're in, you know. Uh, all while we've been in housing for decades and understand the desperate need for housing that is affordable and can help move families forward, um, uh, it, it's it's now on everyone's tongue because there's such a shortage. So a couple of other things that we are expecting um, uh, or, or we have the hopes for are some significant funding to help expand the creation uh, of housing. And when I say housing and affordable, I don't I'm not talking about the paradigm of low income housing. We we focus, well, we work with low income folks all the time, but our focus is on housing for working families. Um, ever since Pledge Powell went into housing and that board leadership, I, we in terms of looking at what our niche would be, because mm -hmm. you can't do all things housing, yeah. uh, it was going to be for for working families, people who, you know, the 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 nurses, the teachers, the the deputies, the you know the factory workers, and that that's really where our our niche is. So, and, and, and I do other things, but <laughs> that's it'll about. be a really exciting year. <laughs> yeah, and we we you know we we are super excited about what's to come for this year and moving into twenty twenty five, which will be here before you know it. I mean, it flies by, doesn't it? It's crazy. Um, I really and I something that I really appreciate about the work we're doing around this funding is working families. And just to really reiterate what Lindy's saying, you know, a lot of people, they, when I'm out doing outreach and things, they'll say things like, oh, you, you help poor people, right? Or low-income folks. And I'm like, yeah, we do, but we help them get up into more of a working class instead of low, low or very low income. We help them improve financially so that they can become homeowners. And when we say that for working families, there's something that in people's mind, I think automatically when they think affordable housing, like you said, they think low income or uh, government housing. And that's really not it at all. It's we're focused on working families. And that's, I think, fuels our passion even more because we're all working families, too. You know, there's nobody there's nobody super wealthy here in this uh, nonprofit world. <laughs> but we you know, we're working families. And, and that's that's a beautiful thing that we can help other working families. All right, so I guess to the last and final question for you, and kind of I don't want you to I don't want you to ask this question because it makes me sad every time I hear I this. It makes me sad too, but it's an important conversation and something that's really major that's happening here at Clinch Powell is that Miss Lindy, after thirty five years of service, is stepping back. She's not leaving us. Just to be clear, she's just we won't let her. So I mean, there's that. 
the kicking and screaming will ensue. Like, you can't go. But we are looking for a new executive director. And so we just wanted to have that conversation so people can hear it from, from the leader that's been here at the helm for a long, long time. Like, what is it? If someone is interested in applying for the executive director position, mm -hmm. like who would be the ideal candidate and the kind of person that could come into this beautiful culture, like Stacey, man Stacey mentioned, this culture of family, of hard work, of hard play. Uh, what kind of applicant or leader do you think would fit nicely into this wonderful culture we have here? Um, well, uh, I, I, number one, passion for the mission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> number two, passion for the people. Um, I've, I've, I've often said over the years, um, you know, staff member may push back on mm, a policy or a procedure or a decision that, um, that, that management has made, which is good. I, I always say that that's your job. Your job is to advocate for the client. My job is to advocate for you. Um, and the organization, meaning the organization. So um, I, I, I think um, hmm. uh, passion for all those things is really important, but it has to be more than passion. Yeah. You have to have a business mindset. Uh, there, yes, it's a, we are, we are an organization. So the leader has to be an organization or a person who is committed to the long-term. This is uh, that that we will be in business. We will be here serving um, serving people um, for you know for perpetuity. Mm -hmm. um, and in order to do that as a not for profit, you cannot just depend on one source of funding, or at least to do the kind of work we do. I mean, there's all kinds of there are different kinds of nonprofits. I'm, could talk about that all day, but I won't. Um, so it's it's you gotta you definitely have to have a business mindset, um, and you have to be it, the, the leader needs to um, to come here. They need to be experienced. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not a large not for profit, but we are not a small not for profit. But what we are is a complex not for profit, <laughs> and um, you know we've only touched on a fraction of, of of the things that we're involved with but um <clears throat> we are fairly complex we're not huge but we are complex mm -hmm. which is one of the most exciting things about it so you know the person needs to be someone who likes puzzles um key component is for for the leader is to have vision mm -hmm. um it, it it's um um, staff members um, are much of what they do uh, or is important are the details, um, making sure that things are carried out, compliance, details, how to making it making things work. Mm -hmm. But the but the executive director, along with the board, um, is is about vision and evaluation of where how we're doing where we're going mm -hmm. it's reading um it's reading the landscape the market so to speak um there's a lot of there's a lot of radar um uh, sometimes you're right sometimes you're wrong 
um, but understanding the world around you. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's a key component. But yeah. we are looking for someone who has real experience. Things like um things like if they have if they happen to have a housing background, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a background in other things that we do that could be a bonus. But I think the ideal candidate would have experience in fundraising and mm-hmm. and I in and particularly private fundraising um, because that's an area um, we want to bring on someone who has skills that we don't have mm-hmm. that that we're trying to build that we need to build that can take us to the next level. So mm-hmm. I'd love to have someone that has experience in private um, fundraising and particularly. Um, um, Six have been successful at it. That would be a real dream, as well as someone who um, <clears throat> has a real um, solid background in finance would be an area that uh, would be beneficial to us because that's an area where we don't have deep um, we don't have deep knowledge. So, um, so there you go. Passion can bring things that we don't already have, mm-hmm. and um, who um who has a who can who knows that you don't come in and start changing things number one you 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 got you got to love your got to figure out the culture because the culture is everything I think they've (laughs) talked a lot about that but you know culture is important you know we all in life we spend most of our life at work (laughs) so um you know it's uh you want to feel want to feel good about um feel good about that work and that's off the top of my head now the process is being run by the board of directors there's a search committee and um uh, so there we go let me explain though I do want to explain this just I, I am I'm stepping down, but if I were looking at this position, I would want to know this. And this is important, <laughs> especially someone who's been here since the beginning. And that is I am stepping back. Um, um I love what I do every day. Um, and yet I would love to spend more time with my grandkids. So uh that's it. And because mm-hmm. this position is not a 40-hour a week job. That's true. Yeah. To be successful, this yeah. is it's 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 uh it's it's it takes a lot more yeah. than that. So um I think a great communicator too. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And I think that's one of the things that Lindy has in spades. Back to the meat stepping back that I would want to know. So I um I, I did I did agree with the to the board that um I, I would still be involved in some of the things that are the heftiest, the weightiest, frankly, the highest risk. And that is in the house, a lot of the housing development piece. So um, housing development and lending. So there's the areas that I'll still be involved with, with my role of also being able to mentor um, the new person mm-hmm. in to help them have chance to get their feet under them. Um, so, so that'll continue at least until the end of the year. So, yeah. Um, so there we go. So there you have it, folks. Uh, it's a great opportunity working with a wonderful group of people. If you're yeah. interested, you can check out our website, which is www.clinchpile.net. 
It says we're hiring right there on the front page, so you can't miss it. When you click on it, you'll see all of the expectations and requirements of the position, as well as the, um, the qualifications. And then the contact information that you can just shoot over your cover uh, letter and resume, get it to the committee, and they would love to see your application. So. And what's the close date for those applications, Miss Lindy? We're accepting them through February 9th, mm -hmm. um, and the process will be the search committee will review them the uh, no, uh, the week of February the 11th. <clears throat> um, interviews will be set up the following week, and hopefully if all goes well, an offer will be made by the end of March. No, by the end of February, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, by the end of February, um, and hope to have someone um, on on staff by April the 1st. So, so it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's very exciting. And um, so we just wanted to share that. Uh, we put out some posts on social media, but we wanted to allow folks to really hear what, what's going on and what we're looking for. So, And uh, as much as, as I'm sad, and I know I <laughs> feel the same way, I am super happy because I know that this is something that, you would not be stepping back from if you did not feel that you had put the organization in the best light possible, because I know how you are. Um, so that's exciting. And that's humbling for those of us who have, you know, worked with you. Um, and it's exciting to know that you're going to be able to spend more time, you know, and you certainly deserve it with your family. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I do. <laughs> well, and the organization deserves it's it's you know it's time for a leadership change. Yeah. There there's there are a lot of new things on the horizon that are simmering, um, and uh, it's a good time. And yeah. and the organization is in is in uh, is in great shape. And um, you know there's some room for for new leadership to come in. And so um, it'll be good. It's a Fabulous position um, here. If you like small town America, I mean, our focus is in rural, um, and um, um, it's a it's a wonderful it's a wonderful place. So. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it, folks. Thank you, Lindy, for being here with us. We appreciate you, and we appreciate you, Stace, for getting on uh, virtually with us. I, again, if you all want to learn more about Clinch Powell, uh, see our annual report from the last couple of years, you can see the longevity of, of just really the successes that we have here at this organization. Uh, you can check out our website, uh, clinchpowell.net. Uh, you can find, if you go to the bottom, there's admin documents. You can see all of our financials and all of that stuff that matters that uh, a leader should be looking at, a person that's really serious about this kind of opportunity. Also, and don't forget to check out our radio show too. I was getting ready to plug that. I was going to yeah. plug We have a radio show. It, it, and you can find that on our website. You can find past recordings of this podcast on our website, as well as you can find us on all social media platforms. We're on uh, Twitter X. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook and on Instagram. So yes, ma'am. You had something else? Um, just to say, it is true. Uh, find out more about us under mm -hmm. admin documents. The bylaws are there. The audits, last three years audits are there. The IRS 990 reports for the last three year, years are there. Yeah. Our accomplishments reports for you know, the last three years are there. Mm -hmm. And you can see what a great organization we are and how you might want to be involved in this organization, whether it's as a leader, mm -hmm. an employee, or as a donor. We'd yes. love to have you. Absolutely. And with that, I think that's it, you all. 
tune in next time and you can always see past recordings on our website. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay.